Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Next Level Podcast with Dr. Leslie. I am your host, Dr. Leslie. I have a great guest today. He's like Cher. He just has one name. Exactly. T2. That's me. That's it. He's mysterious. Yeah. No one knows my last name. No. I mean, we just kind of showed everyone <laughs> who you are okay, with go. your ads, but that's okay. We're just going to, for all those that are listening, you are just T2, this I'm mysterious just T2. character. That my exists. real name is so complicated to say, so that's why everybody called me T2 since I'm a kid. Well, let's just try it. My real name is Baptiste. Baptiste. That, that's okay, but like... Did I not say it well enough? No, you said pretty good. Pretty Okay. For Canadian. <laughs> yeah, you think I should say it better because I have a little bit of French, yeah. like I learned French, but apparently even I failed. Same. That's okay. I'll That's forgive okay. you. Okay. All right. So T2 apparently is easier. Why T2? It's a nickname my parents gave me when I was a baby and I always kept okay. it. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything? Absolutely not. Okay. No. I just randomly shouted it and yeah. it stuck. My parents are random. <laughs> T2 is random. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, great. So welcome T2. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for being here. So you are here today because I've been doing this whole big carnivore thing. Yeah. I'm on the carnivore diet. I've been, you know, I do all sorts of speaking on self-mastery and life hacks and all of this stuff. And I have some really, really great tools, like on on harnessing the power of your mind and, and connecting with your higher logic and like really becoming a badass in your life. And every time I speak about all these things, as well, of course, the body aspect of it, everyone got hung up on the diet, the carnivore diet, you look the way you do. What are you doing? What's the carnivore? And it's like exploding. And I really understood that, okay, a lot of the self-mastery stuff might be a little challenging for people. And and the body, when the body's in harmony, how the hell are you going to be able to achieve anything that you want when your body's toxic and you feel weighed down and you're tired and you don't have energy and the aging, quote, the aging process you know, has you by the balls and you're like, well, I wish that I had the knowledge I have now, but had the body of a 28 year old. And so I understand that people want to life hack their way to their best life through the body. So the carnivore thing has kind of become a big thing yeah, in is, my it world. Is very big. It's, it, it's been big for a long time, actually, but I feel like last couple, like a year or two, we start talking back about it, but because it's not new. Mm -mm. But now in, with social media, everything goes a bit faster with information. But everybody talks about it now. And, uh, you know, it's like when you do research about it, you feel like all you hear back is this because obviously you search about it. So all the, the information comes back even more. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's for me, it's great. <laughs> so, yeah, you started it just a little bit ago, right? Like about two months ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have a car in like two months and actually also didn't even drink a sip of alcohol in like Today, it's been a full month. Yeah. So I don't know if you cut alcohol as well. I did. I have not cut. I have not had any alcohol. Um, I do have coffee, which is, you know. Uh, yeah, that's my only thing as well that I do that's not like um, mm -hmm. animal product. It's coffee, but just black. Right. And not even every day. I don't even need a coffee absolutely every day. Mm. I can drink coffee every day for six months and not drink it at all for years. And I'm not addicted at all. I like just I'm, the taste of it. Hi, my name is Leslie. I'm totally addicted to coffee. Hi, Leslie. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> We're not going to judge you, but we just did. But that's okay. <laughs> of course. We won't judge you out loud to your face. Yeah. Only inside. And that doesn't count. <laughs> no, I think so. Interestingly, the whole co coffee thing, I wasn't drinking as much before I started Carnivore. Now, I told you when we first chatted that I used to do ballet and like I had to overcome this whole um, 
like have to starve yourself, food is bad, that whole thing. So mm -hmm. going from low carbon, all the stuff to like, okay, I'm just gonna, I've never done a high fat, sort of moderately high protein diet before. And, you know, I'm gonna try it. I had to really fight against that little ballerina in my head, like, what are you doing eating all this food and all this fat? And yeah. ah, like all those voices, I'm like, shh, shh, shh. There's medication for that, but we're gonna try it this way first. So I, you know, went on this carnivore diet and all the fat was very, very good for me, but I still think, I like coffee because I like the taste, but there's still some bit of an appetite suppressant yeah. that I do appreciate sometimes because I eat a lot. I mean, I'm trimming up and now that I'm working out now, like I, my strength is better and all these great things. And I'll, I'll ask you about your um, endurance and everything in a bit, but I, I still feel like a little bit of that coffee helps like suppress my appetite yeah, so that I kind of need. On top of it, I do intermittent fasting. Yeah. So I don't eat until usually 2 to 3 p.m. every day. So I drink sparkling water and black coffee. That's it. Right. Uh, until I eat. So And I do like usually two meals a day, like 2, 3 p.m. and like 7, 8, and that's it. Yeah, a lot of people do that. I started doing that as well. And then I found that when I started working out, so I used myself as a guinea pig like a case study. I did no supplements. I did the same, yeah, all the time. Yeah, like, because you want to know that yeah. your what the shit that you're doing works, that it's not because of the supplements or whatever. Like, I took no supplements. I didn't do any exercise. I, you know, was preparing for my Argentine tango, but that was, wasn't excessive. It wasn't above and beyond. And, I mean, it had all these amazing effects. So, I mean, for... For what I did, I I found like controlling for all these extra variables helped me understand how I sort of proceeded. I'm gonna backtrack a little bit to when you first started this, like why you decided you wanted to go on this carnivore diet. I'm a, I, I've been trying everything because I'm just curious about it and the yeah. science behind it. So, um, and I like to do tests. So like every time before I do something, I'm gonna do, I go do blood tests. You and, did too? Yeah, I do, okay. I, I do this so I know the impact and you were talking about supplements, so I'll do it for a while, and yep. then I do blood tests again and see, oh, okay, so I'm missing this and this and this, so I need to supplement on that and that and that, or uh, I need to add something in a diet. Well, carnivore right. diet, you can't add, obviously, uh, sugar and stuff like that, but no one ever needs sugar anyway. Uh, so, but since I've done the carnivore diet, my blood level are like perfectly on point, so I don't need anything extra. It's so funny because the same with me, my anemia totally went away. I was anemic since I was a teenager and, you know, because I wasn't eating enough meat. I wasn't getting enough fat to make the hormones and all the other things. So it's the same. I mean, my cholesterol, total cholesterol went up, but all my other, you know, my HDL is like skyrocketed. It went mm -hmm. through the roof. So it's cardioprotective. Everything is balanced out. So in terms of supplementation, I hadn't been doing it. Um, I did totally and completely isolate myself from, like I said, exercise and supplementation so I could see what really was happening with yeah. my body. Now that I'm sort of at this this spot where I'm, I think I'm about three months in, three and a half mm -hmm. months into this, maybe almost four, I feel like it's time for me to sort of up my game a little bit. Like for me, I'm eating, I, I was eating, I think like two times a day, but I felt really, really sick. Like mm -hmm. I felt vomiting right in that adaptation period. Now, because I'm exercising so much, I need to eat sometimes three, four times yeah. a day. Like I'll eat my, my big meal, of course, when I wake up and then again, like right before I go to bed. But I find like I'm snacking. That's why I have like my little snack packs yeah. with me because my metabolism is 
fucking insane. Which is great. It's great. Yeah. And it's, I wanted to ask you too, so let's talk about exercising. So you're very active. Yeah. What do you feel your body is like, your strength, your endurance, your stamina? I have so much energy. Like even More when I, than even, before. Yeah, when, even when just wake up and I'm not eating breakfast or anything. Yeah. Like just, I have more energy most of the 90% of the time. It's like, yeah, it's night and days. So I don't have crashing at all. It's not like, oh, I feel great in the morning and then in the afternoon. I'm like, no. All mm -hmm. day, the, the, my energy level is about the same all day. Right. So I don't have like ups and downs. And even days I don't drink coffee or I drink coffee, doesn't matter. Yeah. I noticed that too. It was actually very, very noticeable after week three. Because it took me about, yeah, between the second and the third week. I, I stopped feeling nauseated, I think, at day 14. I like can remember eating this beautiful juicy rib and I'm like, I want it so bad, but I might be nauseated. I remember eating it and going, oh my God, for the first time, I don't feel like yeah. vomiting or feeling sick because my body finally adjusted. But um, yeah, this this whole adaptation phase, this, um, you know, our body uh, telling us how to eat and, and, and not having the cravings. Like that was the other thing too that I found was really profound for me is not craving sugar. Yeah. Like I just don't, I don't want it. No, I, I, I'm the same. Like they, I, when I see other people eating something else, like, oh yeah, that looks good. But I'm at the point where I'm like, it doesn't, I'm not like, oh, I want to eat it so bad. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think you can, uh, when people say like, who, what's the best diet? I think the only best diet in the world is the one you can stick to it. Because right. if, you, if you love carb or if you love whatever, why would you prive yourself to it? To, until the rest of your life to eat it. It's, mm -hmm. it's, you're not supposed to torture yourself your whole life. Right. So there's no point to do this. Mm -hmm. That's what people, mm -hmm. it's not like, like we all said diet, but it should be a lifestyle more than a diet. That's exactly what I say to people. Like, cause my, my kids were asking me about it. Like, why are you on a diet? Mom? I'm like, oh, oh, wow. Thank you for correcting me. It's not a diet. I'm not trying to lose weight. Yeah. It's a, you know, people get confused. Diet means your meal plan or approach. Lifestyle, it is a lifestyle too because you have to, your whole life really does change yeah. to revolve around it. So that's well, a good point. Yeah, diet is like a short-term thing. Imagine if you, I don't know, you're getting married or you have to fit in a special outfit, you're gonna be strict and cut everything mm -hmm. for like three weeks and then after that you go back to, mm -hmm. to your, what you were doing. But right. if you do that with any diet, you're gonna crash and go back. So that's why yes. it needs to become a lifestyle and not a diet. Right, absolutely. Yeah, and that um, that change was really a huge um, turning point in my whole life. Like I, I was telling you, I just wanted to not be in discontent with my body. Like I was literally fighting it. My appetite was insatiable. Like I could not, my body kept telling me I needed to eat, I needed yeah. to eat. And I'm like, I literally am so full. Like I cannot fit anything more in my belly. And yet I was still hungry. And I empathize so much with, you know, the population, the human population is, you know, having been a nurse practitioner for years and treated people and seeing them, you know, go to weight loss clinics and want appetite suppressants and all these things. They just don't want to feel at odds with their body. Yeah. This was so, so beyond what I had imagined it was going to be. Not only do I not crave sugar, I don't have any of that fight with myself. Yeah. Like when I eat a hearty amount of fat and meat, I literally, my body's like, dude, like you're done. Yeah. I used to finish my plate and if carbs or whatever, you know, salad and meat, a little bit of meat, whatever, and still not be like, I ate that and 
You're like, okay, what's next? What is, yeah, yeah, like now I want a treat. Now it's like I eat my steak and if I have like a steak in half and, you know, I have more, I leave shit on my plate. It's like a new phenomenon. It's mind-blowing. It's really like I actually teared up a little bit because I finally feel like my body is not, I'm not fighting my body. My body's not fighting me. That you can't put a a price tag on, yeah. like even for women, men, maybe it's not as big of a deal, but for women with a body image stuff, no, like think, it's so I think it's rough. the same for everybody. Uh, and also like when you start to feel amazing, it's so easy to keep doing the same thing because yeah. when you feel so good, you're like, why would I change anything? It's mm-hmm. amazing like this. So why would, I don't want to stop that. Right. Yeah. So let me ask you a few questions here. Um, did you have any particular I don't know how old you are. I'm not going to ask you because we're not going to go there. We're just you're just like Cher. Teach you. No, no, no. We won't go there. Okay, we, I won't say. We already talked about the bags under her eyes before the show, and that's aged us. But we're not going to talk about what what age that really we, is. We won't tell anybody you're 22. <laughs> that's okay. I'm 28. Oh. He didn't. Okay, we'll forgive him, listeners. He did not see my episode where I claimed that I'm 28. So he's 22. I'll I'll take it, but yeah. I'm 28. I prefer that number. <laughs> Um, I wanted to know a little bit about how, so we talked a little bit about your strength and, and vitality. Has it changed your libido, your uh, testosterone level? Yeah, so your... my testosterone level went up in, uh, on a test result. Okay. Uh, Do you know how much? Like pretty pretty significantly, like 200, 2.5, uh, 250. Like, so that's pretty. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow, in like, that's in a like, huge jump. In like two, uh, two months, yeah. 215, two months, yeah. Okay, so how has that made you feel? So testosterone is very important for men. Yeah. How has it made you feel in terms of your mood, your aggression, your sexuality? I just feel like, yeah, you just feel great on everything, on every level. Like okay. even at the gym, you feel like you have more energy, you have a, like more like stamina, strength. It's it's great, yeah. Okay. What about um, carb days? Like do you ever take a cheat day or some people call it a treat day? Uh, no, because I didn't cheat at all once mm. uh and sometimes i i think i'm arrived at a point where i don't even feel like it mm-hmm. um it's the same with the alcohol it's been like a month today and i'm like yes i do want like i'm a big like wine drinker but when i was like oh if i want to try this i need to cut the wine because not wine is like pure sugar and carbs you know there's nothing else except that yes uh so i was like well you know and i went i was in europe for like Two two months and I all I've been doing is eating and drinking. So when I came back, I was like, okay, it's a good time to start this. I wanted to try it. Now it's a good time to try this. So, and even the alcohol now, it's like, yes, I still want to drink sometimes, but I also I'm like I'm fine without it. Yeah. So it's not like a thing that I'm like, oh, I need to, you know. And mm-hmm. I went to do like social stuff with people without drinking, and it was fine, you know. Do you ever bring any of your own food along with you? Um. Like snacks or anything in particular? Not really. Mm-hmm. Like I travel like 90% of the time. Uh, so uh, I buy stuff uh, on the spot all the time. So mm-hmm. I never know what I'm going to find. So I always adapt. What are your go-to carnivore foods? Uh, ribeye, bacon, mm. eggs, uh, ground beef, like 20, 20 80. Yeah. 20% fat, 80% uh, lean uh, most of the time. Uh, because you find it everywhere. It's super easy. I know. It's so funny. Um, <laughs> Going from, I used to buy like the leanest ground beef yeah. to like the fattiest S- now. Same, you same. just salt the shit out of I it. Know. And it's like, and, you put and, it I, drink, bu- and I drink like the 
liquid fat. I know, and you put butter <laughs> on it, you're like, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, I've done the same. I used to buy the leanest thing ever, like uh, 93 uh, and 7, you're like, then you're like, there's yes. like nothing. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, now it's like rebuy and stuff. And, okay. um, and I spend like a, a lot of money on good quality. Like I'm buying like the healthiest cow stuff and um, because I'm like, might as well do it the right way. Sure. Um, I don't always because um, like I said, I'm traveling all the time. So I always eat on the go. So I never know where it's from, where places I'm going. Uh, but when I do grocery myself, I buy like the grass fed, like uh, non-GMO, organic, everything. And uh, it's more money, but also and as well, you know, do it the right way. Absolutely, I agree. I mean, there's so much chemical in food, particularly fruits and vegetables. I mean, we talked a little yeah. bit about oxalates. You know, oxalates literally are killing us and they're in such high doses in much of the fruits and vegetables that we eat. So, I mean, being able to chelate ourselves, which is what this the meat is doing, it's literally cleansing our body. Yeah. So why would we want to eat meat that also has a shit ton of chemicals exactly, in it? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, having a grass-fed um, uh, animal there, if it's organic, I mean, that's beautiful. They're getting all the nutrients. They're putting it into their beautiful bodies. We're consuming it, and we don't have any of that pesticides or whatever. I mean, so what I do smart. as well, um, I supplement. I don't, because Sam, it's not. You don't find it everywhere, but I supplement with organ beef organ uh, supplement. Uh, because I've heard of that, I have not, uh, and it's pure like organs. There's nothing else except uh, beef organs. So it's like mm -hmm. heart, liver, and all that stuff that usually they throw away. It's like, yeah, wow. And you find places. I mean, you can buy it at the butcher like this, mm -hmm. but also find places of it's already grounded in the whole thing. So it's really yeah. Do you have a butcher in town you go to? No, I go. I have a couple companies online that I go. There's okay. one actually. Uh, it's online, but I didn't know they had a store here. It's called Butcher Box. Oh yes, and yeah. Uh, I, saw, I was gonna buy from Butcher Box. And, they, uh, okay. and they're great. And uh, they actually, you can also go pick it up. I didn't know that until like last order. I was like, oh, they have a store pick up in Las Vegas. So didn't know. So, oh wow. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, I haven't gotten as much into the organ meats. I love liver. I mean, I grew up on it in Canada. I don't know. It's yeah. probably the same thing where you're from, but I would. We eat everything. When people are <laughs> like, what's foie gras? Dirk liver. Oh, I was like, no, it's amazing. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> it is so good. <laughs> yeah, the liver is, God, yeah, now I'm getting hungry. I think I might have to get some after this. Can we order a steak? <laughs> yeah, please. Medium rare for everybody. Thank you. <laughs> and the side of liver for me, please. Ground or not, doesn't matter. Um, yeah, no, it's it's great. The salt too. We we're talking a little bit about like our condiments, yeah. and so you ordered the salt that I use. That like, is like literally five minutes before we started this podcast. She showed me the salt I should buy, and I ordered it right away. He literally was here, and I uh, I walked I walked in. He's here, and we shake hands, and I'm like, "Hey, how are you? It's good to finally see you." And then I'm like, "Oh my god, you need the salt." Like, <laughs> He's okay. like, "Okay, buy it." it. <laughs> no, it's really it's really good. I mean. When you actually sit down and read it, now that you bought it, you'll understand. Yeah. Because um, the salt really does make a difference. Some of the salt has a lot of chemicals and crap in it. It's a, really important. And for a very long time, I've always been reading labels on anything because, uh, like, what they call healthy is most most of the time none. Um, and I'm not like a health freak or anything. I just like the science behind it, and I like mm -hmm. 
To so know, you're you're a nerd. Yeah, I kind of like to know about things, and uh, so I always read labels because you know you're like, oh, this is twenty percent of protein, and blah 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 blah. But then you look at the back, it's like yeah, there's also like twenty gram of sugar per serving, and you're like, okay, that's ginormous. Yeah, like, it's not healthy at all. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yes, and butter. Are you particular about the butter that you use? Uh, I buy the Irish uh, butter thing that you had. I have it right yeah. here. Um, okay, this I can show everybody because this you can easily get. Yeah, right that's there. everywhere in every store in America. But I was talking to you about presidential butter, which comes from your country. We have good butter. You have good butter. We have a terrible president, but the better president <laughs> is very good. Okay. We don't get political on this show. No. Uh, yes, we can. We can. Do, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, you can do whatever I, don't, you want. I don't care about politics. Yeah, that's good. It's better to stay out of it. Um, have you ever tried beef tallow? Yes. And you actually, have. it's funny for the first time, like, like a week ago, and you know where I was actually in Canada. You were. I was in Canada. I was My... in Victoria, Canada, and hmm. I tried beef tallow because I was in a restaurant actually, like a steak place, and I ordered the steak and stuff, and I said no side and nothing, and the, the waiter was like, "Do you do carnival diet?" I was like, "Yeah, actually." He's like, "Oh yeah, it's funny because I I, uh, I start to learn about it, and actually, he's like, hey." If you want, we have beef tallow. We can. Cook. I was like, oh, if you can cook it in that, I never try it. And it's like, yeah, we'll, we'll do it. And, oh uh, my god! And that was cool because I and they had the open kitchen thing, so you could see them doing everything. That was super cool. Mm -hmm. So they did the beef tallow thing, and yeah, I, don't know. I didn't never oh. bought it yet, but I'm I'm probably gonna buy that. Yeah, I bought a jar of beef tallow, and it is a very distinct beef taste. I mean, yeah. it's beef fat yeah. basically, yeah. and. Um, I don't like putting it on my steak. I like the butter taste on my steak. Yeah, I, I it was uh, it was the first time I was trying, so I, I don't know if it, I was a, I was like it was it's alright, but I think yeah, butter is butter is amazing. So. Yeah, but I would definitely use the beef tallow on the pan to when I'm yeah. cooking because yeah. that makes a little bit more sense. It gives it a little something, and then just salt and butter. I mean, I can't really eat a lot of dairy, so I can't do the cheese. I did try I, to do the cheese. I couldn't. I I did a little bit, uh, but I barely eat cheese. Like, wait, see, wait, what? You don't eat cheese? Pretty much not. Where are you from? I know, from France. Yeah, but what, wait, no. What what the cheese we have in? You France? better defend yourself because I, I am so judging you right I now. Know. No, <laughs> you guys don't have cheese in this country. That's a problem. I eat cheese in my oh. country. Here, it's not cheese. Okay, okay. Like the cheese you put on the hamburger that don't even melt when you put at 2,000 <laughs> degrees and it's still the same. I'm like, that's not cheese, that's plastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, it's, that is true. I mean, I'm not missing out too much. Although, I, when I started on this carnivore diet, I allowed myself to have cheese just to see if maybe yeah. now that I don't have all this crap in my body and inflammation and yeast and bacteria and all this stuff, that maybe I can handle it. I loved the um the gouda i loved goat and i loved asiago is my favorite yeah we can be friends it's okay that's good cheese you can, we can be friends asiago was yeah. like top of the list by far yeah. but mm -hmm. i i know some people that do carnivore and they add the cheese and they make them bloated and, yes and I, I didn't have that problem so that was me i just can't i can't digest it i yeah. tried i was hoping i crossed my fingers i'm like come on maybe if i clean out my gut i can handle a certain amount of it but i yeah. can't have a ton of it and milk 
No, yeah. cream, like I can't. I don't even remember last time I, I drink milk like from a cup, like, like it's been years. And yeah. I, when I was a kid, I used mm-hmm. to drink that all the time. Right. Uh, right. In France, we're pretty uh, straightforward with milk. The first time I moved to this country, I went to get milk, mm-hmm. and I went to the store, and it was like twenty thousand different kind of milk. I was like, "What the hell is that? I just want milk." <laughs> you know, they have like wow. almond milk and soy milk and all this. We don't have all that in France. Right. No. Coconut milk and yeah, it's like milk is from a cow, and that's it. All good, and that's it. Yeah, it's uh, it is a little excessive, but that is because of again the diets here and all the inflammation and all the you know not going to get onto my little soapbox today i'll spare all of you my soapbox about our you know current recommendations for meal planning and uh, strategy but it definitely is creating a lot of inflammation that's causing a hyper reaction like people are having all these genetic expressions and these sensitivities pop up because of the way that we're being told to eat, yeah, which is what we're. Well, the word, the, not doing. the thing when you do a diet, or you eat fat and and meat. It's the just the word fat scares people away because that's a word we we use to designate someone obese. So we say. Have you called somebody fat? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I love your honesty. Myself every day, I want to look at myself in the mirror. I was like, "What's up, fatty?" I say that every morning. <laughs> and my cat too. When he's fat, I call him fatty. Oh, he's cute, so that's that's okay. Fat, <laughs> fat and cute, that's fine. Fat and if cute. If you fat and ugly, that doesn't work. But fat and cute, it's fine. Right. These are the one of the three puss- yeah. pussies you wake up to every day. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. lucky guy. <laughs> okay, we were talking about fat. <laughs> People get freaked out about the word fat. Yeah, the word fat yeah. is like scary, you know. And mm-hmm. we say, oh, this is good fat, but we people think like. The bacon and the cheese and the butter is the kind of fat that make you fat. But, um, yeah. It is not the case. And I know that from the scientific perspective, Um, you know, even from my own personal experience. So, like, day seven of my carnivore diet, I had, like, these little problem areas. Yes, right here, ladies. You know where they are. We call them the saddlebags. And that's considered, like, a brown fat. It's like Mm -hmm. that that fat that just sits there and hangs on. And it's, like, the problem area. And a good majority of that melted. I didn't do anything again. I wasn't exercising. I wasn't doing anything other than just my diet. Because when your body finally gets what it needs, it doesn't have to hold on to it. So it says, okay, this bitch is going to be giving me a whole bunch more fat tomorrow. I don't have to store anything. I Now I can make the hormones and I can make the myelin sheath on the brain and I can do all the things. I can make the gut slippery and I can finally function normally it's and a, let go of all that stored scary fat. It's the same problem with people that when they want to lose weight, they go on a calorie deficit way too high. Yeah. And then their body's like, oh, I don't have enough food. And uh, we don't know when I'm going to have more. So I'm, I'm not going to get rid of what I have. I'm going to keep it because mm-hmm. I'm on a like survival mode because we don't get enough food. And so I don't know if I'm going to have more. So that's why the people who get too high calorie deficit right. they're starving all day and then the the 90 of the time they're going to start eating again like crazy because they're starving and right. they're not going to lose weight because the calorie, uh, calorie deficit is way too high mm-hmm. to to lose weight so the body's like nope i have nothing i'm keeping everything i have right and so you eat a lot on this diet don't you yeah this lifestyle yeah mm-hmm. i and Can you uh, tell give us an idea of how much like quantity wise you eat for your two main meals well for example i had uh one one meal today uh and it was a pound of ground meat mm-hmm. so it's like 800 calories 
mm-hmm. and like three old eggs. Mm-hmm. And then I'm probably going to do the same again uh, like tonight. It's not a lot. Like it's, it's a lot, but it's not a lot. It dep- so it. Um, today I did an exercise. So I'm not as hungry because obviously when you work out, you sure. uh, you burn more calories, so you're more hungry. But uh, also like I might eat again later on. Mm-hmm. The thing is like I don't really count calories. I just right. uh, like eat when I'm hungry mm-hmm. and I don't feel bad about it. And how <laughs> liberating is that? Yeah. And this is like a... This is the thing with the carnivores that you're not supposed to count calories. You should not. I mean, just to burn, to metabolize the protein, you can burn up to 30% of yeah. those calories. Yeah. And fat, I mean, it's just it's so satiating. You literally are eating a less amount. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the food that I eat. Some days, like the last couple of days, I don't know. I haven't been working out, but I had a really stressful last week, and I was way in a calorie deficit. And I've just been eating so much the last couple yeah. of days. I mean, my body's refueling. I know that. Um, and but it's 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 amazing. Like even when I look at the calories, like it's a, and it's in in excess. It seems, but the way the body is using yeah. it, I just feel like the we don't know. Like we know enough about the carnivore diet and how it works, but we don't know everything yet. No. Obviously, it's still in its infancies in terms of the research behind it. But I really think that the way we're eating. This whole, the whole calorie consumption. I feel like we can even consume a lot more. Yeah, and it just kind of slips through. So something, uh, do for example, the bathroom. Let's talk about that. Um, okay, let's talk about the bathroom. No, because like, <laughs> like I go to the bathroom way less than I used to, mm-hmm. and because actually, I mean, when you go to the bathroom, it's to get rid of all the waste that your body doesn't want, right? So. And now with this, I feel like my body actually absorb everything that I eat, and I go to the bathroom way less. Yes. So that's why why also like uh, we like we can eat as much as we want because our body uh, use it yeah. uh, to for, to good use instead of being like oh no you like this is what I don't want and what it's left I'm going to store it as fat. Right. So, yeah. yeah. No, that's very true. I noticed that I'm actually more regular. Mm-hmm. So I used to used to be sometimes uh, every couple of days or it wasn't always consistent. Now I'm like super regular. But yes, the quantity is much less because so much of it is being absorbed yeah. and utilized. So that does, you know, we don't have the fiber, which people who are having a, con- a conventional American diet think that you need fiber. Where there's, I'm actually next week doing an episode that's going to be um, busting a lot of these myths about mm-hmm. cholesterol and about fiber and fiber we really don't actually need. There's more and more research that's saying we don't need fiber and there's soluble and insoluble forms. And that's what makes all the bulk, Mm -hmm. that's what makes us quote in traditional meal approaches go to the bathroom and keep us regular. But when you have all the fat, you're basically, it's like a slippery slide in there and everything is regulated. And again, everything is absorbed and the majority of it is absorbed and you don't have to worry about those same risk factors is what the literature is sort of starting to um, point towards. So that's, um, I like that idea because it's not comfortable to feel bloated and like you have a belly full of mm-hmm. shit, literally. Yeah, it's it's like, even if I eat a lot, I don't feel like full, like, ugh, I ate too much. It was like this, 
I should have not taken that more. I should have the extra scoop that makes you like, oh, should have not. It's good, but I should have not done it. Now I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I just want to lay down. And I never like <laughs> yes. have that crash after I eat. I'll be like, oh, I, I just ate. Now I have the food come out. I just want to do nothing. I just, no, it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Did you find any change in your sleep habits? I, I was going to talk to you about that. I was like, uh, I was going to ask you. Um, I sleep good. Like I, and um, I'm someone like, pretty stress most of the, the time and since I've done it I'm like way more less stress about things and feel like way more relaxed all the time okay yeah. so you're sleeping better and yeah. your stress level is lower yeah. and this is incredibly important and I'm so glad that you said that without me even asking you or going there because I'm very much about the gut brain connection and mental wellness and for us to achieve our best lives, we need to be able to think properly. We yeah. need to be able to be clear on our vision, be able to you know, connect with our intuition, to know what steps we need to take to get to where we want to go. We need to be able to be emotionally strong and brave. And that takes an incredible amount of clarity and, and mind power. And so when we're in a stressful situation or we're experiencing stress, whether it's self-inflicted and we're handling it in a poor way, it totally debilitates your ability to really see the higher perspective and take control of your life and, and get past it. So I really appreciate that you brought it up. Tell me specifically how you, if you can remember what your responses were before to stress and now what they are now. Um, I just feel like I'm more calm and all the time and like I sleep super good, which like I'm like traveling all the time. So I'm always in a different time zone. So my body is always like. So do you mean you fall asleep quicker? I I fall asleep. I fall asleep quick and I feel like I'm in a deep sleep. Okay. Like I I wake up and I'm like, oh, like, yeah, I, I do. And I try to sleep like a good amount of time because I know it's the most important thing uh, for every, for everything. It's a good quality sleep. Air, water, sleep. Yeah. The, yeah. Like if you, like <laughs> people that sleep three, four hours a night, then I'm like, I don't know how they do it, but it's definitely not healthy. Um, so I try to sleep like as much as possible. And, and older I get, older I love to go to sleep earlier. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Sometimes like, oh, there's a party. But I was like, oh, there's also my bed. And that sounds so good right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you fall asleep faster. You're in a deeper yeah. state of sleep. Do you find that you need to nap at all during the day? No, it's not necessary. I'm a. I never been like a a napper, and uh, even if I'm tired and I feel like oh, okay, I'm gonna try to take a nap, I it's I rarely fall asleep. Mm. And people are like, I'm gonna take a 20 minutes nap. I'm like, I don't know how you do that. It takes me more than 20 minutes to fall asleep in the middle of the day. Some people lay down, fall asleep, wake up in 20 minutes, and they're good to go again. I can't do that. But I never I never feel like um, I have to, like, no. Mm. I nap. I try to. I nap sometimes. I try to nap other times. But I, I can't find, I can't, like, shut my mind off because yeah. I have so, or my body off, rather, because I have so much consistent energy. I feel like my napping has that I used to do is now turned into more of like a rest yeah. for contemplation and like self-connection versus an actual need to sleep. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm the same. So sometimes I just disconnect from what I'm doing and do something else that has nothing to do with work or mm-hmm. important thing. And then I go back to it. So it's more like a, a break, mm-hmm. like you, but from and disconnecting myself from what I'm doing to go back to it later more than a nap. Say I might just lay on the couch and do something else, scroll to my phone and something, then go back to it. But I mm-hmm. don't I don't sleep. Yeah. No. Okay. When you first started on this diet, how did you find out about it? Like, were there people around you or did you I, just research? Well, I always the, like, I watched like so many like YouTube videos and stuff about uh, fitness and f- and nutrition all the time because I'm fascinated okay. about it. So I was like, and then every time there's something people talk, I'm like, I do more research about it to like know more about it. And then I compare who's saying what, because you know, on the internet, everybody's an expert and everybody knows and everybody's a doctor and a scientist. And <laughs> so I, uh, that's why I'm like, it's not because that influencer is doing this that I'm gonna do it. It's I'm gonna do, okay, why is this like this and why it's working and wh- is it true or like, I'm not gonna believe the first person that say like, you know, this is that, you know. Right. So I do like a lot of research about things and, uh, and I compare and I'm like, okay, like out of like 30 people, like everybody say the same thing about this, this specific topic. They all disagree on that. So I'm gonna do more research on that because mm-hmm. I don't know who is, you know. And also like, yeah, there's a general like reaction for your body to everybody, but everybody has a different body and react differently about things. So I always like, you know, that's why I try. I was like, and that's why I do the blood test too, because I'm like, I'm gonna try, so I'm gonna do it, you know, the right way, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's really important. And this is why I do these podcasts and I'm, I'm so passionate about this topic is because I want to educate people. It's an opportunity for me to bring people on who have also had experiences with carnivore to share some of the wisdom, some of the research articles to point them to the right direction. It's ultimately our own choice what we want to do. Is it right? Is it wrong? There is no right or wrong. No. But it's it's all about doing our research and finding out if it fits you. And <clears throat> I feel like there are people on different different journeys. Yes, there's different body types. This really resonated with me at the time when I was really accelerating in a certain area and it allowed me to like supercharge all of my all of me, really, my mind, my body, my, you know, inner connection for me to just accelerate through other aspects of my life. So, you know, maybe the vegan diet does that for someone else or whatever, but this there's some there's some magic with this carnivore that I feel is there's something beyond the food. Mm-hmm. There's some magic, and even though I'm not supposed to say you're a magician, there is so much magic behind this. I really yeah. think so. I mean, it makes so many people that I've talked to, and even myself, I just feel so much more powerful. I feel so much more grounded. Yeah. I feel it literally. That's why they call it the lion diet. I mean, it really is animal. You really feel. Um, there's just something, I don't want to make it sound fluffy, but there's just something like in the meat that really makes me feel um, supercharged. Yeah. Um, and also, if it's like everything that if people want to try or not, uh, it's the same with every diet. You need to let the time to adapt because mm-hmm. obviously if you, if after like the first day you're like, oh, I want carb, hey, you're going to want carb, that's normal. Like it's the same if you quit smoking and you don't smoke for a day, of course you're still gonna wanna smoke. So it needs to, like no matter what diet you're gonna try, you need to give the time for your body to adapt, to react to it and see how it goes. You can't do something for like two days and be like, 
no, it's not for me. It's not going to work. Like, mm -hmm. you can't do that. Right. Most of people do this. What was your adaptation phase like? Like, what happened to you? Um, I, I don't know. I don't feel like I, I don't really eat sugar. So the sugar thing, um, not too much for me because I don't really eat sweets or dessert and like once in a while, but I'm not being a, uh, and I don't really eat like, I don't drink soda or I don't really uh, like eat stuff that is not, like all the processed food, I'm not really eating it anyway mm -hmm. before that. So it's not like, of course I do sometimes, but I'm not like a big like fast food or like, snacks that's not healthy never been like that uh, i'm coming from a country where we don't snack we don't really snack here people are like snack 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 we, in france we don't really snack so i mm. didn't have the the didn't grow up like this so i'm not like a never been snacking uh, that much um but um, yeah i think i adapt pretty well and so you I, didn't have like any major purges of anything you no oh my god okay no. well that didn't help yeah, no. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, just because let, I... Let me make up something. Oh, yeah. It <laughs> was something. <laughs> it was terrible because... Uh, no, I don't no, know. No, that's, that's actually very good because... Um, and I like hearing that because for, there are some people that have an adaptation phase. Like mine was brutal. But then again, I was like a sugar monster. I, I mean, loved carbohydrates. I loved bread, which, you know, whatever. And I do too. As a French guy, uh, let me know. Right. I, like everything that I can eat that has bread on it, I, I would love it. But uh, also like... It's the same, like, I'm, um, for me, it's super, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm lucky because I never crave things in general that much. Uh, so I can get, I can get away with, without, like, he's like, oh yeah, I love this. But also if I don't have it, it's fine. Same with coffee. It's like, I love coffee, but also tomorrow it's like, you can't drink coffee for the rest of life. It's like, all right, mm -hmm. you know. Did you eat a fair amount of meat before? Yes, but uh, I was eating more like chicken, and uh, lean chicken, lean probably. chicken and lean beef. Same like we were talking about it, like the leanest part of the of the steak. Um, so yeah, I always been eating like like a good variety of food, like from fish and so so I didn't yeah. And I and I love steak every time. Like uh, no matter when I was eating everything, no matter where we are going to dinner, can be sure like I was gonna get the steak on the menu. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So every time I was like out, it's like, oh, this is nice. This place probably have good meat. I'm gonna get the steak because, you know, that's the thing. Like you like want a good nice steak in a restaurant. Absolutely. Um, so yeah. You like the ribeye? You said I like New York. Yeah, mm. I like ribeye more. Mm -hmm. I, I love both, but I like ribeye more. It needs more fat. There's more fat in the ribeye too. It's true. Yeah. It's true. But I just lather it with butter anyways. Yeah. It's so delicious. Well, I'm like salivating. I don't know what is wrong with me. I'm so hungry today. <laughs> yeah. um, we're gonna we're gonna go uh, buy a cow uh, at the end of this so. and hit the whole thing. I need to go to. I need to go to some butcher. I need to find a butcher actually that I can get some really good um, organ meat. But I I like that idea of the the supplements. Yeah, actually, uh, when uh, I put in my cart because uh, we bought it on Amazon. Yes. So I added. Uh, I added the the organ meat, uh, organ, uh, organ, yeah, organ uh, supplement as well again in the car because I'm gonna run out. So I was like, oh yeah, I need that again. Okay, you have to show me that yeah. one, and I'll I'll uh, 
order it on Amazon before we leave. I'll today. give you my supplement. You give me your salt. Uh, yes, that's have, a good exchange. That's a good deal. I think so. That's yeah, good... and then when you go to Europe next, you have to bring me back some presidential butter. Yeah, I'm sure you can find it here. <laughs> you can. You can order it online somewhere. Maybe I'll order that. Probably for like the problem is um, all the dairy product in America. Uh, it needs to be pasteurized uh, to come. F like that's why they don't want uh, all cheese and stuff. So that's why they, we're not allowed to bring cheese and stuff from. Is that so? Yeah, that's because it needs to be pasteurized, which it's terrible. But you guys think it's more healthy. Um, well, there's it, a lot of things we think here yeah, that are more healthy and I, that and, are and, not. And I don't blame the, the country. I mean, I live in America for like 13 years, and I, I, I don't agree with everything, but I also don't agree with everything that happens in, in France. And sure. So, uh, but yeah, food-wise, there's a lot of things uh, actually like uh, – like on a side note, it's like 80% of the food in America is banned in the other country. It's 80% of it oh, wow. in the rest of the world. It's 80%. So when they don't want to just like, yeah, well, you guys eat way worse stuff, but whatever. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, I'm not shocked. Yeah. But didn't realize it was so high. Yeah, it's a lot. But yeah, but meat is good. I love it. And I, I don't know if I'm going to stay with it forever. But at the same time, like we were talking about it, like when you feel good, what, what would you change it, you know? That's an interesting point because I thought about that too. I mean, I there's a time when I didn't eat much meat at all because that's where I was at in my personal evolution. Mm -hmm. I listened to my body and my intuition and, and I felt that was fine. I still crave sugar mm -hmm. quite often, so I wasn't obviously getting enough, but I'm allowing myself to sit with this and enjoy it. I feel amazing. There's so many positives that I've experienced from it. But we'll see what my next level is. That's why this is called the Next Level Podcast. Who, who knows? And I and I didn't cheat, uh, but uh, I'm not saying I'm never gonna do it. It's just like since I started, I always had a a way to eat what I needed. When mm -hmm. I if I go some if someone invite me to dinner at the house or whatever. And they're gonna be like, that's why we cooked. I'm not gonna be like, I can't eat that. I'm not gonna be, so I'm gonna eat whatever it is and then go back to my diet the next day. Uh, it's just, And uh, if it's like that, that's fine. It's the same uh, when you, if you do a little uh, side uh, side track to your, your plan every day, I think it's once in a while, it's okay. It's the same when you, it's not because you're gonna eat a salad that you're gonna lose 20 pounds. And it's not because you eat a Big Mac once in your life that you're going to be obese. Mm -hmm. So if it happens once because you have no choice, that's okay. Right. It's when you find excuses to go away from your from your path, that's when it, the problem is. But if you have no choice, you're like, okay. But right. If you, if you like, and anywhere you can, find, like, even we were talking earlier, uh, like, even if you uh, go to a drive-thru and... Uh, all these is uh, fast food. You can just be like, "Hey, I want a double patty burger, but just give me just the patties and the bacon right. and add cheese on it, and that's it." That's yeah. <laughs> we uh, both have done that before. Yeah, and you don't get the French fries, and uh, they are not French actually. And uh, <laughs> you don't get the French fries and the buns, and uh, and you still have uh, everything that in it without the outside. So what? What do you? How do you order? When you go to a fast food restaurant, how do you order it? I don't really go to fast food, but I went to um, to a place where they had burger only, like burger and other stuff, but like everything was like uh, fried. So the only thing that was not fried, it was like the burgers. So I was like, I can, can I just have two patties 
and the thing and blah blah blah. They're like, well, it, it's it comes all together and the French fries come with it. Are you sure you don't want it because you're going to pay for it? I'm like, no, it's fine. You know, uh, no, they don't care. Like you pay the whole price, they're mm-hmm. going to bring you. And for them, it's easier. They don't have to put the burger together. Right. <laughs> it's faster. Right, exactly. Like two patties of bacon. There's, there's no no put together with buns and stuff inside of French fries. It's just like two patties in the plate and bacon. Right. It's yeah. awesome. I've, I've tried to order it before. So this is weird for me because I am like totally against going to fast food restaurants. Like yeah. I would never go ever, ever, ever. But with this, like if I'm out late or I'm going to like I'm, I'm dancing somewhere, um, so I, I tango and it's like these malongas don't get done till like three in the morning. It's like I need to eat something. Yeah. I'm so effing tired and hungry and I just need something in my belly. Um, I'll go through a drive through and I'll order it protein style. Mm-hmm. Some people know it as protein, protein style. Like here in Nevada, protein style, they know it's lettuce. Yeah. Lettuce for the buns. Mm-hmm. But in California, they like when I said protein style, like, excuse me, I, I would like my burger protein style with the lettuce, and they're like, oh, you mean a lettuce wrap? I'm like, well, I don't want it in a wrap. Yeah, I, I just... want it just the lettuce on the, and they're like, yes, and, and lettuce actually, wrap. And forget the lettuce, actually, if you want. <laughs> just, don't, just don't wrap it with anything. Right, you don't. Lettuce is okay a little bit. I th- they're low in oxalate, so they're not gonna kill you. Like, yeah. you know, I allow myself that as, as a little yeah, supplement yeah. here and there. But it's just funny how the language is like, okay, here you can say protein salad, yeah. there you have to say lettuce wrap. Okay, same same thing. But yes, just the meat and the cheese and the bacon. It's like, it's it's crazy that I'm eating things that taste so good. And I dream, like I go to bed dreaming of having my bacon and drinking the, the bacon fat in the morning. And I'm eating things I always wanted to that I never thought that I ever could. And I mean, why would I stop doing this? Yeah. And I don't get bored of it. You know, sometimes you're like, oh, you're gonna eat this and that's it, and you you bored of it. I don't. I don't. I always enjoy like eating a steak. I always do. It's interesting you say that because I chatted with a girl that came into my my clinic uh, last week, and she's like, um, oh yeah, I I've done carnivore before. I don't know if she understood it was fully carnivore. I think it was more keto, but she did a lot yeah. of the meat. And she's like, I just got bored of it. And I'm like, I don't. I'm so simple when it comes to to food. Like I've never been a big foodie. So for me to eat the same thing every day, like for years when I was doing bikini muscle competitions, I literally ate cold baggies of chicken and a rice cake with peanut butter. Yeah. Like for every meal, basically. I, I used to do uh, rice, chicken, and broccoli, the classic uh, uh, fit diet for ever. And I same like well, green beans and and broccoli and and uh, yeah. And it's like lucky me, I love healthy food so i mean whatever we call it healthy but like i always been like like if you give me a nice steak if you ask me if i want french fries or nice grilled asparagus next to it i would rather get the asparagus even yeah. if i love french fries huh? but yes. like i would so i ne- it never been for me um a torture to be like oh you need to eat this because it's healthier i'm like no i, like, I love healthy stuff so mm-hmm. the, never had a problem eating healthy stuff it makes it easier, I think, and that might be a very good, you know, I've got my research brain going as I start chatting with more people, uh, asking them what their ease is with choosing these healthier um, choices or if their tendency was always to just like healthier food because that makes a big difference, I think. The, the problem is like we, it's like all the processed food is like, it's like a cigarette or any poison. It's like you get used to it 
and your body crave it. So that's why you want more and you get more and it's the same. And it, and when you stop it, you you craving it like everything else, like alcohol, like cigarette or like any drugs like you're addicted to. And it takes time to adapt to it and to switch to something else. Except people um, want the easy way. That's why the supplement business is the biggest business in the world because people want everything right now without doing any effort. Like when this, when I, I see it, it's funny because I saw two days like a pill, an ad for a pill is like, hit all the carb you want without the effect of it. I'm like, no, that doesn't, that's not how it works. Right. So that means this pill might change something in your body, not naturally, that will not store the carb, but that's probably going to affect something else and mess it up even more. So it's like, no, if you want to, like, you know, it's, if you want something, you have to work for it and sacrifice and like everything, you know. That's right. You want more, more money, you work more. You want to lose weight, you eat less. You want to stop smoking, or you don't smoke. Mm -hmm. It's just like the people need to accept the, the change and really wants it. I used to smoke for like over 10 years, like almost two pack a day, like a chimney. I was like, I don't want to smoke anymore. That's gross. I hate it. Uh, I was dating a girl at the time that didn't smoke. I was like, it's awful for everybody. And I quit with cold turkey. It's not like, oh, I'm going to reduce it. And no, I was like, no, that's it. No more. And it was tough for like months, but at some point it goes away. Yeah. And it's really the physi physiologic addiction yeah. ends after three days. Really. I mean, it was the same with me. Those we were, You were talking earlier about after day one, you're going to want to crave sugar. I totally was. Like yeah. by, the, it's by not, the, 20, it's... the 20th hour, I was like, oh, my God, maybe I could just have a little sugar. And I was like, like, pretend slap myself. What are you talking about? You're only day one. Give yourself at least three days before you yeah, decide. Even when you just like used to do stuff, it, it becomes automatic. You go to the grocery store, you know, like I go to the grocery store. I don't even look around. I go exactly where I'm going. I know exactly yeah. where everything is. If tomorrow you change everything in my grocery store, I would be lost. It's because you go with a habit and like, oh, all this now I don't put this in my cart anymore because mm -hmm. this is not in my diet. And you get used to it and that's fine. Yeah. You know? It's really funny being a girl ordering a steak with I extra I butter. I've never, never been a girl. <laughs> so I don't know how funny it is, but uh, I'm sure it's super funny. Well, I'm going to tell you right uh, now. Tell me how funny it is to be a woman. <laughs> so when I go to a restaurant and I'm ordering food for myself, the, you know, <laughs> the 12 ounce steak yeah. and they're like are we sharing that no no no, no that's no, all for that's me, just for me. And can are you, you waiting for someone no no <laughs> by myself <laughs> just, no, yeah. no 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 it's just me yeah. and I'm, I would say and can you bring more butter the guy's like oh okay and he takes the butter I'm like no I grab his hand I'm like put that down I would like more butter please yeah. and he literally looked at me like a dog with his head like tilted to the side like what is going on like who is this person you know but it's I eat a big steak and I want a bunch of butter. And it's, it is funny because women are so used to, we're taught to eat salads yeah. and all the things. And I, I was sitting down with one of my friends and I was like, look at the, you got to look at this menu. And it had the calories on there. Okay. So my steak, the steak I ordered without the mashed potatoes, like it was just the alcars, just the steak was 800 calories mm -hmm. and the salad. Oh yeah. The salad was 1500. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so you think it's healthier just by the things that you're eating in it. No. But firstly, the calories are so much more and it's not going to be satiated. The, I remember eating one of those and, and not the, feeling full. And the little 
sauce you add on top is right. like 300 calories just yeah. just that you're like oh yeah yeah all those little hidden things yeah. in there and then of course all the toxins and whatnot that come along with it but uh yeah, so it's been very interesting as a as a woman experiencing being a carnivore and the response that I get and people being very intrigued. You know, uh, women are intrigued that I'm doing it and they want to learn because they're like, okay, well, if you look good and you feel good, well, maybe I can do it too. Because women and our hormones are very different. Yeah. Is there any, like, do you have a lot of people in your entourage that d doing it? Do you have a lot of friends? Like, I don't. It's no? just me and another person who okay. lives in L.A. Yeah. So I don't. I know, I know few people, like, I don't have close friends, but I know few people who, who have done it for a while and feel, they feel good. But same, I, I, like, every time I'm going somewhere with friends, it's, I'm the only one that's like, don't bring any side or I'm going to just have this. And, yeah. But, um, and you're much nicer. Like you said, if you go to a friend's house. Nice. <laughs> no, in the sense that if when you go to your friend's house, you'll eat what they, fuck yeah. that. No, well, I'm going to say, I, if there's no steak uh, and ribs, I'm not coming or I'm bringing my own I'm food. bringing my own barbecue and... <laughs> Well, no, like I said, I didn't cheat because I didn't have, I didn't run to the problem or I'm going somewhere and uh, there's nothing for me to, to eat. Um, but also if, if like, if it's a sitting dinner with five people in the house, it's different. But if it's a party or there's a bit of everything, I can also like eat before I go or eat after I go, right. or, you know, or bring your, your, your snack or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, uh. And if, I mean, if they are, my, especially if they are my friend, they don't really care about what I do. It's like, hey, I'm not going to eat this because I'm not doing this right now. Or like, I don't eat that. I was like, okay, no problem. Well, whatever. Yeah. And I'm, I'm kind of a lone wolf. I like my life that yeah. way. So I don't really engage with people that, firstly, that often where I would need to explain or feel like I yes. need to eat that or, or accommodate. I just kind of. If my, my friends life. judge me for what I'm doing, they're not my friends. Exactly. Like my friend, like I have like very close friends, but they're like, whatever you want to do and whatever works for you and makes you happy, go for it. That's right. So then I'd be like, oh, you weirdo. And what about this? I'm like, no. Like, right. Yeah. And I have very good friends that are vegan or like very good friends that are, and everybody's doing whatever they want as long as they're happy with what they do. It's great. That's you know? right. And yeah. there's not necessarily one way, but the, the whole battle of the diets is like a big thing. I'm not trying to tell anybody that this is you know, for you, this is possibly for yeah. you. There's other ways, but as long as we don't have to get in each other's spaces, because yeah. I've heard, you know, there's people online that like attack for, you know, they're plant-based people, whatever. I'm not attacking anyone no. else's. This is no. just like, we can all just share and express and be our own selves. That's the whole point of being here is yeah. to be the most us we can be. Yeah. And if you want to do it through a different diet, go ahead. There's no right and wrong. It's just mm -hmm. whatever suits you and whatever. Uh... And like I said, like it's, an experience so obviously like if you try something and you feel good about it keep doing it keep if if doing whatever you do every morning and it makes your day or it makes you want to like it pumps you up for the whole day and you're so happy but keep doing it no matter what it is right you know even if it's to take a, a cold shower in the morning or a hot shower in the morning but that that makes you in a perfect mood for the day keep doing it if uh, if whatever you want to pray in the morning for your day or at night, go for it. If it makes your life better, go for it. Doesn't matter what you do as long as it makes you happy. That's excellent. Yeah. It's a beautiful way to end the show yeah. too. So love those sentiments. Thank you so much for being thanks here. Thanks for having me. Teach you. Let's go have a steak. I'm hungry. Yes, let's <laughs> do it. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye bye.